Welcome to this week's Retro Wrestling Review. This is your buddy and your pal Ouch. Back again. I fall into the same trap every single time, speaking in that da-da, 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 da-da pattern. Don't know how to break it, though. Today's show, we are going back to August 1st, 1998, with ECW Heat Wave out of Dayton, Ohio. Clear house mic this time, so things are already looking up. Joey Styles out at the beginning of every pay-per-view, as always. Introduces Shane Douglas, going to be his co-host for the night, along with Francine. Francine gives Styles an up-close view of the Grand Tetons. Not even a match in, and I've resorted to boob puns. Minus points against me. First match, just incredible, with Jason, Nicole Bass, and Chastity versus Jerry Lynn. This was the finals of the Summer Series, where they pretty much... Only had matches against each other the entire time. Uh, the winner wins. The winner of this match wins the feud. Fine match, smooth in-ring work from both of the guys. A couple chair spots, but that's about it. But a pretty pure match. Uh, there are rope break spots here in a regular match. Even in ECW, it's kind of questionable. But I'll let it slide because there's nothing that makes it over the top or anything like that. Uh, first table count: Hurricane Rana from the outside turnbuckle onto Credible through the ringside table. Oh, that's always good. Uh, and interference from the entire clan of, of Credible. Lynn pretty much takes them all out, each in their own spot. Big finish. That's incredible from the second rope. Just incredible wins the match. Points for finishers from the turnbuckle. There is always a little bit more danger and a little bit more emphasis when they're from the turnbuckle. So, good for that. Immediate jump to Lance Storm versus Chris Candido, being accompanied by Tammy Stitch. Put high spots in the part. Candido tries for a leapfrog. Lance Storm hits a spin kick at that height. That was impressive. Points for that. Another suplex to the outside on Candido. Best one I've ever seen because it did pretty much looked dehabilitating the entire time. Powder gimmick on the ref. Referee is out momentarily. Cluster stuff. Tammy's ditches top comes off. Didn't really mean much. Uh, blonde bombshell by Candido. That top rope powerbomb. Uh, Candido over. Fine for what it was, but Lance Storm, pretty straight-laced. Chris Candido, he called himself no gimmicks needed. I'm saying it could have helped a little bit. Parking lot cam now. New Jack cutting a promo against Jack Victory in a weapons match later tonight. Jack Victory might start something early. Dudley boys pull up. Giant brawl ensues with Dudley's, New Jack, Balls Mahoney, Axel Rotten, whole whole thing. Takes New Jack out. That match not happening tonight. That kind of backstage segment is okay. The previous ECW pay-per-view was a little sports entertainment for me. I don't know why they didn't quite click, but uh, stuff like the big parking lot brawl, I can live with. Next match, Mike Awesome versus Masato Tanaka. Good, this ought to bump up the table count. Mike Awesome, so damn good. Like, big man, great-looking build, had agility and speed, had power, but one of the rare cases where selling out doesn't pay out. Like, he went to WCW, became the fat chick thriller and that 70s guy. And then WWFE, they didn't use him at all. Like, dude, ECW was his great heyday. Maybe maybe in Japan, but I have not seen a whole lot of that stuff. And even then, it would have just all blood and guts and FMW anyways. High spots, Tanaka running the entire ramp, then hitting awesome with a chair. 
not quite points, but there's a little bit of entertainment to it. The ch- chairs, hitting him with a chair, that never quite worked out, but it's not bad. Dueling chair spot, that's always fun, but that's gotta sting your fingers. Like, that's like like those arcade games where like the two metal posts just buzz and you just try to hold on. I'm a, except, you know, more extreme or whatever the hell. Uh, Springboard Plancha by Mike Awesome. That gets points because you never see a 300-pound, 6'2 guy jump to the top rope. It's amazing. Points for that. The top rope chair shot by Awesome onto Tanaka. That's great. Finally, things switch around. Tanaka hits a power bomb on Awesome through a ringside table to the outside. That's table count, too. Points for that, because Mike Awesome lands on the back of his head. Oh, it was, now again, another brutal poor part to this one. Tanaka, Tornado DDT onto chairs. Tanaka wins the match. Very good match. Great build to everything. Everything, the chairs and tables made sense. It wasn't just garbage for the sake of garbage. Very good match. Taz, cutting a promo, doing his usual tough guy stuff. Nothing too special. Uh, Dudley Boy's promo after that. Great anger from Bubba Ray. Good promo from them as usual. Jinsei Senzaki and Hayabusa going up against RVD and Sabu for the tag team titles. I don't know. I know in my memory I enjoyed this smash at one point in time. But granted that was like those old wrestling clips you downloaded and it was just highlights from the match. I don't know if it can top that last one, but it might come close. Uh, side note, it's hard to see Rob Van Dam and Sabu walk out without hearing Walk by Pantera. That was about as equally as iconic as Ender Sandman was. It is right up there. I mean, it had the whole crowd chanting along with it. It's hard to see just, you know, the WWE-produced generic rock riff. The uh, high spots, praying Ropebok Waishinzaki... Fine, but that's more showmanship than anything, so it's impressive nonetheless. RVD holding Shinzaki in a surfboard. Sabu with a chair off the top. Cool, but the chair shot wasn't sold too well. You don't see it, but what they usually go for chair shots, it was okay. Just okay. A great spot with a five-star frog splash. Solely because RVD came out of off-screen. You don't see him jump up the turnbuckle. It's just automatically... Comet known as RVD splashing down. Very good. 450 from Hayabusa. Very good, although he was lanky for trying to be a high flyer. Boston Crab and a leg drop combo from RVD and Sabu. Although leg drop is being generous because it pretty much sat on Shinzaki's head after jumping from across the turnbuckle. Straight jacket, camel clutch. You know, camel clutch with the arms crossed over the neck. I like that spot. Great moment. Sabu gets a splinter from the table, which he clearly yells and sells, and then nothing else the Japanese team does. He no-sells it. Weird. Uh, Gets a little sloppy at the ends. People might be getting lost. Uh, Table spot three, the big finish. Double leg drop through both Hayabusa and Shinzaki by RVD Sabu. Giant pop from the crowd, and RVD and Sabu over. A little bit sloppy at times, but I give credit because there's a hair bit more innovation than the previous match, so they're both about even. Taz and Bam Bam Bigelow feud recap with Paul E. narrating. Almost like when a little kid tells you a story, 
but then like things just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. That's kind of what it reminded me of. Very rambly from Paul, but he's more hype man than anything. Bam Bam Bigelow versus Taz in a Fall Count Anywhere match. FTW title, I believe, is on the line. They were claiming this as the main event, but I cheated and looked at the timer. There was a lot going still, but we'll let this play out. Taz lifting Bigelow for a Samoan drop. That's points just for the visual of, you know, Taz, not a stoic man, but still very good. Erupts into a in-the-crowd brawl again. There's no lights. The camera's very shaky. Some things just never change for the independents. Table count number four, back in the ring. Bam Bam Bigelow with a traditional Irish whip into the table in the corner on Taz. You don't see it, but that's always something you need. Everyone always just teases it up. Reversal, blah, blah, blah. T-Bone Tazplex onto an already broken table. Breaks another part, so I'll count it. That makes the table count five. A little bit of background. This match is after the infamous going through the ring spot that they had, I believe, a couple months previous. So they brawl onto the entrance ramp. The crowd pretty much knows it's going to happen, but they're not sure how. Bigelow teases press slamming Taz into the crowd. They kind of get excited for that. Taz reverses the slam into a tornado DDT. They both go through the entrance ramp. I think it would be better if there wasn't this seemingly black construction paper covering it, but oh well, it's still a good visual. A little while passes where nothing but crowd chants happened. It's just... You're looking at a hole, and then a whole bunch of people going over crazy for it. Bam Bam Bigelow crawls out. He's selling it. Taz pops out of nowhere, doesn't sell it. Gets the Taz mission. Bigelow taps Taz over. If you've noticed, I haven't really had any, you know, franchisisms or funny quotes from the franchise. He played it pretty straight. Until it came to here, the most notable thing from Douglas on the commentary was a great overdramatic delivery of he was reaching for the ropes! Followed by another great one, another overdramatic. No! Very, very funny, and then he leaves the commentary. Good for the last moment in a match, a decent brawl. Not great innovation, but it, at the time, that's pretty much all people wanted. Now your main event Dudleyville Street Fight. Bubba Ray, Devon, and Big Dick Dudley versus Tommy Dreamer, Sandman, and Little Spike Dudley. Uh, this is the moment after the Dudley boys put out Beulah with the 3D, put her out of wrestling. Honestly, I don't have any idea if Beulah really meant that much in wrestling. Probably had more memorable moments than Elizabeth, who I call the torch holder for do-nothing valets. But I guess you just have to be like a blind fan kind of thing. They form a connection, that kind of stuff. I'm Here I am being objective. Joey Styles cutting a promo against the Dudley Boys. Weird note, the cameraman is doing like a funhouse mirror effect. He's like swinging from side to side, twisting and turning. I gotta figure that'd be more distracting trying to do that than anything, but I'm not professional, as if you can't tell. Uh, Bubba cutting a promo with the southern accent. I wish he kind of kept it because it's a good touch. Enticing the crowd, trying to get them to challenge it. You can't really do that anymore. Gertner finally introduces the group. It is Bubba Ray, Devon, Big Dick, Joel Gertner gets an intro. They have Jeff Jones with them before his judge gimmick. He gets an intro. Jeff Jones is holding a blow-up doll with a picture of Beulah on the face. That gets a that's gets an intro somehow. 
And then Sign Guy Dudley gets an intro somehow. This is longer than a Triple H entrance at WrestleMania. Jeez. There, now, Gertner has a lot of funny sayings and all that kind of stuff. Hard to remember them all, so I guess Gertner gets credit for that. Dreamer, Little Spike, and Sandman all come out, and they're all holding ladders, so hopefully something happens here. Uh, great Muda beer spit by Dreamer at Bubba Ray. Points for that. Amazingly enough, this match actually did start out as a tag match. Up. Oh, the brawl ensues pretty much immediately. This is going to take a little while. Spike diving off of a very tall ladder. That's a cool spot. Bubba Ray hitting a senton onto a ladder on top of Dreamer. That's still 300 pounds coming down on you, if you want to speak in cliches about it. Jeff Jones in the ring. Pile driver on the Beulah doll. I'll give points for that. The, Jap- the Japanese promotion DDT took that to new heights, but you can look that up on your own. All the Dudleys and Gertner are all in the tree of woe in the colonel. Corner, not the colonel. What the hell am I talking about? Quad chair dropkick, including Jim Molinol, the referee. That spots gets mad over with the crowd. Dreamer hitting the Emerald Fusion, a.k.a. Misawa's move. Did anyone... Someone had to notice that at the time. Like, hey, he's using Misawa's move or something, but I don't know. I noticed it, but you never saw that move on Monday nights or anything like that, so that kind of stayed in ECW. Uh, choke bomb by Big Dick onto Dreamer onto a ladder. The move is called Total Penetration. Of gross move names, that might be the new number one. Attempted Dudley Dog by Spike onto Big Dick. He gets tossed through at the table at ringside. That bumps up to the table count to number six. Finish D- Dreamer DT onto a ladder onto Bubba Ray. Team ECW over. Jack Victory comes out, hits the El Cabon guitar shot on Dreamer. The bad WWE-created rap music hits, and New Jack comes out. Here are the weapons in order. Stop sign, a garbage can. Picking up and carrying a shopping cart. That's points. Those are heavy as hell. Golf club stop sign groin shot combo. And then finally, another El Cabong shot. All the heels go to the back. Triple ladder pose from all your faces. Uh, show over. I would say this one goes into the good, great range right on that line. Uh, definitely worth the money at the time. Match of the night. I am gonna have to give. T- uh, I'm gonna give it to Mike Awesome versus Masato Tanaka. A little bit more than the tag team match. That that one got a little bit sloppy. The innovation probably leaned to the tag team match a little bit more. But in terms of pure match, I would go Masato versus or Tanaka versus Awesome. Excuse me. Worth a note. Just a thought. Yes, ECW gets a lot of crap for being garbage wrestling, which at times it was and it could be. But in terms of giving the fans what they want, A+. You're not really seeing that much anymore for whatever reasons, political or otherwise, but I will give credit for ECW. They gave the fans a happy ending pretty much. I don't know if it was every show, but it felt pretty close to it. And also, anyone that gives New Jack crap, that person does not get pro wrestling. He got over, people would pay to see him use weapons, he used weapons, and people left happy. That's it. So again, more credit to New Jack. Granted, the crappy WWE music doesn't help, but not a whole lot can top Natural Born Killer. 
total table count six, total points count eight, so we have a good leader for points. Uh, next show, spoiler alert, we will get, here's your homework assignment. We are going over a big one for next one. It is WWE's turn. We are going to look over WrestleMania 3. Give that show a watch. I will see if it is more than a two-match show. We will find out. Let me know what you think of WrestleMania 3 on this pay-per-view. And then, yeah, the other shows I've gone over at my Twitter, at JustOuch, capital J-U-S-T, capital A-E-W-C-H. Thank you very much for checking this out. This has been Ouch once again. See you on the other side, flip side, downside guarantee, whatever. Bye-bye.